Hi friends, this is Real Talk with Aubrey. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen in and be a part of this. I am glad to have you alongside me as we go through life. We talk about all the real things, get to know some people, and just to get to have great conversation. So without further ado, here is the next episode. Hi friends, I'm so excited that you guys are here with us today. I have another session with EWE, which is an acronym for Empowering Women Entrepreneurs, which is a group that um, we have started and created almost two years ago. Um, And you can go back and listen to our first episode with Mr. Marie Photography. She had a great topic on personal versus business. And then today we get to have Leanne Ron. She's a financial advisor, but she is talking about um, while the topic is one thing each day, um, and this is kind of going into one thing that you can do every day to get to where you want to be. So I will let her um, introduce that topic and, and give us her thoughts on that, and then everyone's going to kind of chime in. But we're so glad that you're here listening with us today. And Leanne, go ahead and take it away. Yeah, thanks, Aubrey. I'm excited to be back on here with you all and dive into this topic of the one thing. And I will say, I can't take credit for this topic. I have it, the idea based off of a book, and the book is called The One Thing, and it is by Gary Keller with J, I can't say his last name ever, so I'll just spell it for all you interested. It's P-A-P-A-S-A-N. And really, this book dives into finding your one thing, what you can do each day to achieve where you want to be in the future. And I would encourage all of you who are interested in this after listening to this podcast to read the full book because I don't even begin to scrape the surface of all the good stuff that they have in there. But my hope for today is just to give you a basic understanding of the intention of this book and to hopefully encourage you and motivate you to find what your one thing is. So with that being said, I am going to actually read a small section of the book to kind of dive into what even the one thing means and what that looks like tangibly. So let me read a section here. It says, in Leeward in the Netherlands on Domino Day, November 13, 2009, Vyers Domino Productions coordinated the world record domino fall by lining up more than 4,491,863 dominoes in a dazzling display. In this instance, a single domino set in motion, a domino fall that cumulatively unleashed more than 94,000 joules of energy, which is as much energy as it takes for an average size male to do 545 push-ups. Each standing domino represents a small amount of potential energy. The more you line up, the more potential energy you've accumulated. Line up enough, and with a simple flick, you can start a chain reaction of surprising power. Enviro's Domino Productions proved it. When one thing, the right thing, is set in motion, it can topple many things. So this is a domino effect. So let's dive into what the one thing is. So before we can figure out, all right, what do we need to do each day to accomplish where we want to be in life? We have to define that focusing question. So what is your big picture? And this is going to look different for everyone, right? We're all in different businesses. We're all in different stages of our business. Or maybe your one thing is you just want to start that business. And so 
the first thing we need to do is identify that big picture focusing question. So I'm going to use an example here for the sake of this podcast, but I know a lot of us are on social media. A lot of you listening are probably on social media and trying to have your business be in a space where you can connect virtually. So my example is the focusing question. What is the one thing I can do to increase my social media presence over the next year? And I will say that this can apply in different areas of your life. So some other examples that you could ask yourself is, you know, for a spiritual life, what's the one thing I can do to help others? Physical, you could say, what's the one thing I could do to achieve my diet goals? There's lots of different areas where you could apply this. So I'm kind of curious to hear your guys' thoughts on if you had to identify your focusing question, whether that's business or personal, what are some of those questions that come to mind and where you want to be in the future? That's a really great question, Leanne, honestly. And it's it's like almost kind of stumped you in a way if you haven't thought about it, but in the best way. So I feel like um, I, I think that you can kind of go back to and, and, and think about what is that one thing that ke- kind of keeps coming up in your mind that keeps, you know, popping up even in the back of your mind that you kind of maybe even try to push away because you're focusing on other things. Um, and so like for me, one of my big questions is always, you know, how can I, how can I continue to educate, educate people on real estate or um, on things involved with buying a house? How can I basically move people, you know, in a direction that's and, and go farther than just um, helping them buy or sell a home, but like actually educating them and making them feel comfortable and prepared to do that. So I think that would probably be one of my really big questions that I tend to ask myself a lot. And then honestly could probably ask myself more often to then do one thing each day to continue on doing that. Yeah. I love that. I think it doesn't always have to be like number based. I think that's where a lot of our minds go, which is fine. You can definitely do that, but there is so much more, that you can ask. So like educating for you, Aubrey, and that's going to lead to numbers, right? And so just making more of a general statement or a general question of, hey, what's my one thing I can do to educate millennials or whatever that looks like? I like that. Anyone else have any other good big picture focusing questions? Um. So I have one that kind of pops into my head, but I still feel like I could think of a better one. (laughs) Um, Something that I do or try to bring myself into every session is to try to um, do something new each time, Um, whether it's like trying a new pose or like playing with lighting in a different way. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it helps me stay creative and like keeps my business and my uh, work still fun instead of just doing the same thing every day. Yeah, I like that. So almost like what is a way or what are the ways that I can increase my innovation within my photography business? I feel like that's an awesome focusing question, which seems like a big question, right? Because it's like, okay, well, how do I even begin that? How can I be the create the most creative photographer or you know one of the top creative photographers and so i think that's the importance of figuring out okay so how can we dial that back to figure out what's something we can do today 
to achieve that someday goal. I like that. I think for me, my, you know, question that I'm always asking myself is how can I build my team? And like you're saying, Leanne, whether it's numbers, like, okay, I need to physically hire a new coordinator or get new assistants, um, or whether it's like depth, I guess. Um, so with the ones I already have, how can I be getting them to a place where they have more of what they need from, from me, from the business, whether that's um, more weddings or more support, or maybe it's less weddings. A lot of the times, you know, depending on what their life looks like at the time. Um, and then building into them. So they're, so they're learning. So they're feeling like they're invested in and cared about beyond just, Hey, can you work this weekend? Yeah, no. Okay, cool. Um, so I think, I think, yeah, building, building my team, um, in numbers and in depth as well is, is always like, how can I, how can I do more of that? Yeah, I love that. So almost like, what's the one thing you could do to help your team succeed and to help your team grow? Mm -hmm. I think they go together, but they are also, in a way, they're separate, right? There's could be, there can be multiple one things for different, different goals, because we each have different goals in different areas of our life. So I do want to say that this doesn't have to be just one thing and one thing only, but just realizing that this is a domino effect and that the dominoes we set up for right now will hit that last domino and make that last domino fall, whether that's a few rows of dominoes, right? We have our personal domino row, our job do domino row, spiritual, all kinds of rows. But again, just finding that focusing question. So I love everyone's answers. Thank you. So how can we get to the end of the domino row where all of them just fall down? We have gotten to that someday goal. So I want to talk about goal setting to the now. And we can break this down by starting at the someday goal and getting closer to the timeline of now. So what do I mean by that? If we are talking about this example of, all right, what's the one thing I can do to increase my social media presence over the next year? So right there, we gave that a timeline. We have a year. We say we want that to be better from where we're at right now, our network to be increased from right now. So we can break that down to saying, what is the one thing that I could do every six months? And for the sake of this example, some things I thought of or you could attend a social media workshop. That seems pretty doable once every six months. And breaking that down further, what's the one thing you could do each month to get to where you want to be? And again, with this example in mind, maybe that looks like collaborating with another social media presence. Maybe you guys jump on Instagram Live together once a month, or you do a post together or a podcast together. That's something you could do each month. And again, breaking that down further, what is my weekly one thing that I could do to further my social media presence? Maybe that looks as simple as just posting on Instagram. And then lastly, what is my daily activity? What's my daily thing that I could do? And that could just look like intentionally interacting with other Instagram pages or Again, I'm just using this Instagram example or social media presence example, but maybe you spend an hour every day commenting, liking, sharing other people's posts, 
And you can start to see that all of a sudden we took this someday goal that seems pretty daunting. Like how do you, how in the world are you going to grow your social media presence over a year to, okay, we're breaking that down to something we can do every six months, every month, every week, and every day. So really, if you think about that domino effect, if you're visualizing, okay, all the dominoes are lined up at the very end, you have your someday goal and maybe five dominoes before that, it's your six month goal, five dominoes before that, your monthly, your weekly, and then your daily, which is the beginning domino. So you can see how this really plays an effect, but I want to stop right there and see if anyone has anything to add or any questions or thoughts they want to input. For me, I would say along the lines with that, um, like you said of attending for social media, like a workshop um, every six months or something, maybe something I could do to keep that creativeness is maybe do like a styled shoe or if it's not like a full-blown styled shoe, maybe just a session that I give away that I know I have creative freedom with and it's not like a paid job where I feel the pressure of doing certain things. Yeah, I love that. And kind of putting you on the spot here, but if you're thinking about, okay, that's kind of your six-month goal or maybe your monthly goal is to do that creative styled shoot. Thinking about a daily goal, what would be something you could do to maybe spark ideas for innovation or to... I don't know, whatever that looks like for you. I wonder too, if you couldn't, you know, like maybe you spend, this would be probably really hard to limit, but so you spend 20 minutes on Pinterest looking up different ways to pose people or different yeah. style shoots you could do. So little things that, you know, you literally, like I said, it'd be hard to limit yourself on Pinterest, right? but like set a timer and just go create a board that's specifically for this creative flow that you want to yes. keep going. And just yeah. like inspiration. Yeah, Aubrey, I literally was just going to say that. So I love and, that you said yeah, that. Yeah, I definitely do that. <laughs> yeah, and and maybe here's another idea since we're bouncing ideas off of each other. So, you know, Aubrey said you spend 20 minutes a day or however long that looks like on Pinterest. And then maybe a monthly goal or your monthly one thing is to put up a motivational board, you know, literally print out the pictures that you like and or what is that called? Maybe it's not a motivational board. A, board. a vision board? A vision yes, board. vision board. There we go. <laughs> and hang it up on your office wall or, you know, take a picture of it and keep it as your screensaver on your right. phone. Kind of for like each season. That would be fun too. Yeah. And I love this because I'm like getting excited for you because it's <laughs> so cool to see how literally 20 minutes a day on Pinterest could lead to look, you are where you want to be innovation-wise, or you're at least growing that because it's kind of hard to put an end on, oh, I've reached my innovation level, right? But just being more innovative and being motivated to come up with new creativity. And so I just love that. And it really just does show the domino effect there. So thanks for sharing that, Mista. Sorry to put you on the spot. Oh, no. So I think for me daily, um, it looks like working up to bigger projects for my team. And it won't be the same thing every day, just because like, I mean, I guess I could do the same thing every day, but um, I don't know, it would it would probably overwhelm my team because there's only so many of them. Like, like if I said like, okay, check in with one team member every day, 
um, they might hear from me too much and be annoyed. Um, so, <laughs> or maybe they don't feel that way. I don't know. But um, I think for me, it would be like intentionally uh, taking, you know, uh, 20, 30 minutes, an hour every day um, to focus on team stuff. So whether that be um, shooting out an email to all of them to say, hey, let's work on your bio a little bit. Like, how can we make this better so more people want to book you? Or um, uh, taking an hour to schedule posts on Instagram, um, introducing all of them again, since we're, you know, hitting a new wedding season. Um, or... Uh, sitting down and brainstorming with myself or with my husband or with one of them about, Hey, what's our team retreat going to look like this year? So we can all like grow and learn and bond and all that. Um, so I think things like that, just understanding that, um, like I can get so caught up in like the paperwork and, and my clients and the back end of the business that, um, it can be hard to take time to, to intentionally, um, focus on my team. So I think just even like putting that time aside every day um, to say, Hey, what's one thing, what's one thing I can do to, to progress uh, my current team, you know, today. Yes. I love that. And all those little things really will add up and better your team, whether that's right away, or maybe it takes a few months, right? Because if we're thinking about doing something small every day, the energy there might take longer, but the fact is you're going to get there quicker, right? Because the momentum builds and the speed builds, again, with this visual of the dominoes falling, it gets there pretty fast. And you can see how you're reaching, you know, these extraordinary results by just doing something simple. So thanks for sharing that, Emily. So I think it's really cool to see that a lot of our one things I'm using the daily one thing as an example, can be quite simple. There actually was an experiment in Michigan from some Michigan hospitals, and it was in 2004. And the environment, the hospitals, they were looking for ways to save more lives, reduce infections, and to save money. So they did this experiment, and in less than 18 months, they saved over 1,500 lives, reduced infections by 66%, and saved over $75 million. And it didn't really have much to do with innovation, to be honest. It was just an exercise so basic that it was almost laughable. It was a checklist of five simple things everyone did before entering, entering the operating room. And the first thing on it was just wash your hands. And so I think that is a perfect example of this one thing doesn't have to be something so mind-blowing no one's ever thought of before. It can be really simple, but you're being intentional about it, and it is directly related to your someday goal. So I just really love that example, and I think that's encouraging to just realize that we don't have to be these creative geniuses and you know go against the grain or invent a new wheel. Like, it's already there for us. And we just need to define how we can get there by breaking it down from our Sunday goal to all the way down to our daily goal and the thing we can do right now. So I want to touch on how we prioritize this. And I'm just going to say it. I think that this needs to be the first thing we do each day. And the reason why is because if we, if someone were to ask us, you know, how important 
is it to you to reach that long-term goal or that someday goal? Of course, in our mind is like, we're going to answer, you know, that's, that's our dream. That's what we're working for. That's our hope. But we need to realize that doing the one thing right away is showing that we're prioritizing our time and prioritizing that long-term goal because it definitely seems far away. But as we all know, time always flies and saying, this is the first thing we're going to do each day. So going back to my example, my daily thing would be intentionally interacting with other social media pages. Let's say it's an hour. I'm going to sit down and that's the first hour of my day to make sure it gets done because the day runs out very fast. Does anyone have any thoughts? So for me, I would say if I started my day um, kind of thinking about each session. So um, I'll just, I could pull up my calendar, uh, see what session I have for the day. If it's um, an engagement session, maternity session, uh, senior, and just maybe take that first chunk of the day um, thinking about new ideas for each session and um, just how I can do something a little bit different each time to keep the creative flow. Yeah, that's a great idea. And going back to the Pinterest idea Aubrey had, does that look doable? Like, you know, let's say it is 20 minutes first thing in your day to get that creative thought flowing. And then you transition that into how you can incorporate that into your shoot that day. I think when we break it down in that way, I mean, 20 minutes sounds doable for me, but Mista, I guess I'd love to hear your feedback. Yeah, I mean, an hour on Pinterest, I could definitely do. <laughs> but um, Pinterest, like thinking of creative poses and stuff for photography probably would much. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, 20 minutes a day would probably be doable. Uh, and that's like something as easy, like when I wake up, get my coffee and just like sit there, enjoy my coffee and scroll through Pinterest. Like that's something that could easily be done. Yeah. One thing I kind of want to ask quick to the to, to the group, and then obviously as listeners, if you guys ever want to answer these questions, feel free to DM us um, or message us, whatever. Uh, but my biggest struggle with this is I get like super geeked and hyped up after I start getting inspired, and then I want to do it right then. And because I'm like afraid I'm going to lose that motivation, and then my only struggle is like, you know – what if I have a meeting or what if I have other paperwork or, you know, clients that I have to meet with that are, that are a priority as well? Like, I guess Leanne, I know I'm putting you on the spot too, but like, what would you suggest or do you run into this as well? Because I still have to manage my time, but I get so discouraged if I'm like getting so inspired, but then I have to cut it off because I feel like it's going to be gone. Yeah, that's a great question. And I think there's two options here. So I get that way too, where it's like you're in the moment and you just get this ball of energy and motivation because it's inspiring and it's exciting to be asking the question, what can I do? You know, what, here's my ideas that are floating through my mind. And I think there's two ways to go about this. So if you know that that's going to happen every time you do your one thing, that motivation is just going to come. I don't think there's ever going to be a time where I tell you to not go with that motivation, right? Because it's there, that fire in us is there. And I don't want to ignore that. But being prepared for that fire is another thing. So maybe that looks like, all right, you decide your one 
thing lasts an hour. Well, maybe you add on an hour and a half or total an hour and a half to say, I'm going to have a half hour to just list out my ideas to start doing something on those ideas. And this is where I think the power of time blocking can come in. And I know we talked a little bit about that last week and I could do a whole session on time blocking, but to give you kind of a brief intro to it, just setting out a time on your calendar, maybe it's first thing in the morning, eight to nine 30. That's time where you do the motivation and you do your one thing and you kind of incorporate the time for the fire in there. I think that's one way we could approach it. The second way to approach it is I understand and I think we can all agree that life just happens and sometimes clients schedule at a time we weren't expecting or you have to go show a house when you didn't know a half hour before. And I think that, again, not ignoring the motivation, but almost setting it aside and then being able to come back to that. And I know for me, Setting it aside does not mean I'm going to push it back in my brain somewhere because I'm never going to come back to it or I don't feel as motivated because we have so many thoughts in our mind already. But I think what we can do is to write down or maybe you do a voice memo of here's all your ideas and you can come back to that or come back to your list. Because when we see that list or we hear that excitement in our voice again after listening to a voice memo, I think it can really spark that fire again. And I would say the first option would be the best because you can really just go at it and that fire is fresh. But again, life is life and things happen and things come up. But being able to tangibly put that fire down on paper or to put that in a recording, I think that can be just as empowering. Does that answer your question? Yeah, no, thank you. I I just always, I always struggle with that, which is also probably, you know, a little bit part of the time management stuff. But I, I think, and if, if you're even, if you're like kind of stepping into the entrepreneurial world or you are an entrepreneur, um, you know, or even not, but I mean, a lot of us have, I think everyone here can speak to this, but we have, like you said, a bazillion ideas going through our head at once. And then, but when one kind of clicks and starts rolling, it's really so hard to like, just be done with it. And so I think um, the, the, what I would take from all that then is, is, you know, intentionally setting a, a time away, even if it's a little bit more than I might need so that I can block that out. I can hopefully uh, other when other than when life does get in the way, which you know, that just happens because like you said, life is life. And, um, but then otherwise I can have that time and then I'm kind of devoted to that and committed to it. And then, um, but then if something does pop up, I love the idea of a voice memo because I think that's even better than writing it down almost because you, like you said, you hear that excitement, you hear the fire that's in your voice, you hear the, the, um, I don't know that, that dream that's kind of growing and starting and that can be contagious sometimes. So I think that those are really great options. And, I will definitely be taking both of those and, and, you know, putting that into my schedule. So love that. So like I mentioned in the beginning, I only scratched the surface of this. So if you do want to entertain this idea more or read more about it, I would encourage you to check out the one thing book and let me know your thoughts on it. I'd be curious to see how this is going to impact your business, or maybe you try it and you already are seeing the results. So I'm going to leave you with one little challenge or exercise that I want you all listeners to do, and that is to practice your goal setting to the now. I want you to get out that paper and pen 
And I want you to write down what's your someday goal. Write it down because I'm telling you, when you see it tangibly, it's so much more powerful than just having it floating up there in your head. Write down your someday goal and break that down. Maybe it's a 10-year goal. Break it down to a five-year and then your one-year monthly, weekly, and daily goal. Breaking it down and finding that daily goal or that daily one thing is going to be a lot easier if you start with your someday goal. So that's going to be my challenge for you guys. But I hope you enjoyed this topic and hopefully it did light that fire and it was motivating. Thank you so much, Leanne, for sharing that with us. I think that you've given us a lot of tangible things to do, a lot of things to think about. And like she said, I we do hope that you kind of felt that fire and and that motivation and just that like little like I don't even know how to explain it necessarily, but that that feeling of excitement and um, of moving forward and like you're kind of like on the brink of something. And I think that's an amazing feeling. And I think that we should all um, make time to let ourselves sit in those things and let ourselves, uh, you know, reflect on that. And, and like we said, be in the, in that moment of motivation. Let yourself sit there, even if you know, like even if you do have a couple other things on your list, if they're not your top priority, allow yourself to be in that space because I think it's a really um, important space to let yourself be in. And also it just leads to so many other things. And usually when you feel that fire and you feel that um, excitement, you share it with other people. And like, like we have today and it constantly we're sharing new ideas with each other. And all of a sudden one new idea for someone like pumps the other person up and we all get like geeked out over the same thing. And it's honestly such a fun process. And so allow yourself to brainstorm by yourself, but also find a good community of people that you can brainstorm with as well. Because also just like, this is kind of a random thought I'm having, but you know, some ideas will pop into our head and some are meant to go somewhere and some are meant to either, you know, hold off on and, and wait till use later. Or there, some of them just kind of sit there and they live a lonely life in a notebook. But um, it, there, there's so many different ideas out there and it's so important to share them and talk about them. So if you guys are ever, you know, wondering, you know, where to go with an idea, you know, what does it mean? Always feel free to reach out to any one of us. If you um, also, if you want to be on this podcast and share a topic like this or um, share your ideas with entrepreneurship or your experiences, we're always so glad to have you um, feel free to reach out to me. But um, other than that, I think we're all set here. Thank you so much, Mr. Emily and Leanne. Guys, we will see you next week for our next episode. Um, but feel free to subscribe and go ahead and follow us all on all the social medias. I will post that in the description, but thank you so much for listening guys. And we'll see you.